Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. What's up, sexual studs and masturbation mavens? This is Billy Persida, and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey, hi, and how are you, everybody? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, comedian Billy Persida. This is the podcast uh, where every week I talk to women I've hooked up with about sex, dating, sexuality, and gender. However, uh, this week I've got a very special guest, a very special guest, uh, the Betty Dodson, everybody. Holy shit. Uh, If you don't know who Betty Dodson is, you already done fucked up, and you should go Google that right now. Or keep listening to the intro, and I'll tell you more about her in a little bit. How's that? Uh, But first, I need to uh, tell you about a show I'm doing. August 6th, I'm going to be in Connecticut. Or as I heard recently um, on You Made It Weird with P. Holmes. You should do it the other way. Uh, I say that where I'm going first. Connecticut, I'm coming to you August 6th. I'm going to be at the Foxwoods Casino at Comics. That's August 6th. I'm going to be doing a comedy contest up there. Would love if you'd come on out and support. Uh, for more information and tickets, you can go to manwhorepod.com slash comedy. You'll see a link uh, to buy tickets there. And then uh, those of y'all in New York City, it's time to dress fancy and get dancy. Yes, uh, I am actually going to be leading and hosting What the Float in August. So August 15th and August 22nd, those are Saturday nights. Put your headphones on, come on out, and dance through the streets of New York City with me for a silent floating dance party. For more information and tickets, you can go to whattheflow.at. Yes, that's whattheflow.at. It's going to be super fucking fun. And I would love if y'all would come dancing with me. Um, here's a here's a tip, everybody. So sometimes, on rare occasions, people like to uh, give me compliments. I got a lot of nice compliments on the body painting photos I posted on Twitter. So if you want to see me naked but covered in body paint, you can go to at the Billy Persida and you can see my dick there. <laughs> uh, however, there are proper ways to go about giving me a compliment. You know, uh, you can tweet at me and say something you can email me at manwhorepod at gmail.com because that's within the context of this podcast i know you are a listener and that's why you're saying anything uh here's a way to not do it don't go stalk me and find me on reddit and then message me with the uh with the with the with the subject line glad i finally got to see your cock smiley face where the message only says, surprised it wasn't harder with all those bodies around. That is a uh, definition of a creepy PM. Yeah. Uh, just because I'm a dude doesn't mean you. it's cool to be creepy. Yeah. Uh, this was a woman who listens to the show, it turned out, but just totally did not make sense to do that. Uh because here's the thing, what she, she didn't say like, hey, uh, I am so-and-so, here you go. She just made a throwaway account with no user history and just compliments my dick. I'm just like, whoa, how about an introduction first? How about some context? How about, hey, I listen to your podcast and I follow you on Twitter and I'm really glad I got to see your dick. That's more appropriate. 
because my Reddit is not something I promote, right? So it's like not, it's not some, it's not a, a, an appropriate place to reach out to me. I gave you that information, my, the email and Twitter. That's where you can uh, say hello. My Reddit, that's a little stalkery. So don't do that. Or if you do, at least, you know, give me some context of why you're who you are and how you saw my dick. That was a, that made for a weird weekend for me. And now we have Betty Dodson. Uh, Betty Dodson, guys. Holy shit. Wow. What a bad. She's like a dope woman. Just an OG badass. This woman don't take shit from no one. Oh, man. So Betty Dodson is a sex coach here in New York City uh, for several decades. She is a PhD sexologist. She's a recipient of the Masters and Johnson Award. And she's also the author of uh, many critically acclaimed books, such as Sex for One, Orgasms for Two, Liberating Masturbation, and most recently, My Romantic Love Wars, A Sexual Memoir. So, uh, Betty Dodson, everybody. We had a, I walk into her apartment. There is a basket of Hitachi wands right there on the floor, and there are glass penises everywhere. So I knew I was in the right place. Had a had a wild and wacky and crazy awesome conversation with Betty. Uh, we talked about everything from female masturbation to feminism to comprehensive sex ed. We talked about male sex toys. Talked about banging older women and younger dudes. It was wild. Woman is eighty six and she's still kicking it. Holy fuck! Um, I guess I'm gonna include a trigger warning. There's some chit chat. Uh, of underage sex, but this is a. Uh, I felt that the age difference made it a potential trigger warning. Uh, Betty talks about how she used to fool around with her brothers when she was seven and eight, and one of them was uh was more into puberty than her. We'll say. So if that's gonna be a problem, that's towards the end of the podcast, and I guess you know. You can skip over that when you start to hear the hints of it. She, uh, Betty, you know, at 86, she grew up in a different era than a lot of us. So she has some views that they're not wrong. They're just not modern, I would say. I would say they were appropriate for back then. We live in a different world today uh, in terms of children. Uh, we, we talk about how it's important to experiment with your sexuality and experiment with your body and become okay with it and not learn shame at a young age. And I think, you know, 1930s, 1940s, Kansas is a little bit different than 2015, most places. So the way she was experimenting might not be as appropriate for children today, but I don't think that takes away from the point that she was trying to make. And I think you're all going to really enjoy this. It's a, it's, I mean, this episode's all over the place and it's just because it's so fucking awesome. I mean, when you're 86 and been uh, a sex coach for many decades, you, you have a lot to say. I mean, the woman's been do- at it for over 40 years and I commend her. I salute her and I am um, so honored and pleased to share with you my conversation with Betty Dodson, uh, the victor of vulvas, the master of manual labor, the sultan of sexuality, the captain of clitorises, and the leader of labia, 
the mother of masturbation, everybody, Betty Dodson. Let's do it. I don't want to be difficult. Uh, <laughs> so I'm right here. Yeah, that's perfect. Nailing it already. All right. It's funny because you were, you were grasping the thing. Uh, you were grasping the mic like it was a dick. And I was just like, is it weird that I think you probably know how to masturbate a man better than I do? Like, I feel like. Not if you're good at If you're good at it. <laughs> I, feel, I think I'm good at it. Then, honey. I've been jerking off for a while at this point. So if you're good <laughs> at it, you can do it every bit as well as I do. Mm-hmm. Probably better. I would hope so. I mean, I would too. I yeah. would too. <laughs> but when it comes to little girls and vulvas and clits, I'm the I'm the expert. Oh, I yes, you are the mother of masturbation at uh, this point. Were they calling you that right away? Were they calling you mother of masturbation? Like, are you now the grandmother of masturbation or no? Honey, I'm the high priestess of female orgasm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the swag I like to hear. That's great. I'm uh, I'm here with with the legendary. The iconic Betty Dotson. Uh, I rarely do I give such a. I don't normally give a whole big spiel before I introduce. Normally oh. we just go into it, but I feel like you have earned uh, such respect that uh, I was like, let me Come give on. it. A I like it. Keep going. Um, the the energetic, the <laughs> the the orgasmic, the <laughs> the goddess, outstanding, stunning. Yeah, stunning, all- <laughs> fuckable at eighty six. See, see, you don't look a day over seventy two. I swear to God, <laughs> not to, even a day. I am day. going to hit you. They say sixty two, <laughs> not seventy two. Is sixty two the good age? That's what I should say. <laughs> I am pegged for being in my sixties. Okay, instead of eighties. So, do you get guys in their like sixties and seventies coming up to you, being like, "Hey, I only like guys in their teens and 20s <sighs> You're over the top. I'm over the top, aren't you? I'm 26. Oh, you're. Oh, you're. It, listen, I, I I promise. When I shave the beard, it's a total baby face. My well, own. you're a little too old, but I could manage. You could manage with yeah. me. Yeah, I, I I appreciate that. It's very nice of you. <laughs> I'd be I'd be going. I I'll be honest. I'd be going over my uh my highest. Oh, anybody that in, in that's young <laughs> has sex with me. I'm the top. Yeah. I mean, the, I'm the oldest well, always. I mean, like I've had sex with someone older than my mother, and. Uh, and your mother was what forty? Well, to be honest, my mother now is in her fifties, but at the time I was like twenty. She was forty-six. See, forties yeah. in her forties. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> well, the forties is a great, great age. I lo- women in their late thirties and and forties are pretty awesome. That's right. Because they don't put up with bullshit. That's uh, right. That's right. The only thing I found a woman over 36 to be self-conscious about still is the age factor, but only because I am so much younger. So they're worried. They're worried that I am not into it because of the age. And I'm like, honey, I'm here. Take yes for an answer. You know, like you're hot. You're stunning. I think younger, older is the best dynamic. Yeah. And it doesn't matter which way it works. It's that we need to integrate. To to teach? Yes. Instead of being relegated since you're in your 20s, you can only have sex with girls in their 20s? Oh, no, I don't even... Limitation. I've now put a bottom age of actually, like, you have to be at least in... Your, you have to be able to drink legally now. I've had to make that rule. <laughs> it's been very hard for me to make that rule, but I have now made that rule. It's, it took a long time. <laughs> oh, so what is the legal age for drinking? 21. 21. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, anyway, most people are smoking weed anyway. Yeah, some people. 
to be to mm-hmm. be rem- to remain unnamed. <laughs> At eighty six, I am not on any meds except I do smoke marijuana. Okay, that would be my medication. Do you do it for any particular reason, or just because it's awesome? All reasons. All, <laughs> all, all the above. Any, any reason I can get, I can get my hands on. Okay. Well, speaking speaking of getting your hands on stuff, you uh, you are just uh, I mean, you've got a fifty plus year history. I mean, you just of uh, of work. You you write these books about female empowerment, about uh, women learning how to masturbate, becoming in touch with their bodies. See, what's interesting is that I get the masturbation label, but what that is about is learning what how your body functions. In other words, if we don't, I'm going to say my my motto, masturbation is the foundation for all human sexuality. Well, yeah. you've got it written. Oh, oh, you've said that you've said that quote a lot to the point I wrote it down. Masturbation is the foundation of all human sexual activity. Um and then which then right afterwards I say, how do you masturbate at 86? Uh I have I have two of my favorite dildos. The big one is Big Daddy. Big Daddy. And the, and the smaller one is is older brother and the little one <laughs> and the little one is baby brother. Okay. And I'm considering getting something that would represent the family dog, but I can't figure that one out yet. It's starting to sound like the aristocrats joke. <laughs> <laughs> and a magic wand vibrator. I mean, I, but I feel like that's just now a staple. That's just an easy, like everyone's supposed to have that. Uh, you had a basket of them. Well, that's for the workshop. Okay. You know, I wish that women didn't get into vibrators until they were older, but it's in the marketplace and I just got to go with the flow. Okay. Why is that? Why do you want them to wait on the vibrator? Say it again. Why do you want women to wait with... Because I think it would be nice if these kids, you know, in their early teens, like 11, 12, 13, if they learn to use their hands. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, I went through childhood, teens, manual. Then I segued to my boyfriend's hand. And then later on, it was intercourse with my hand on my clitoris and then my boyfriend's hand on my clitoris Mm -hmm. while we were fucking. That is a winner. And if you don't know how to do your own clitoris, you're at a. Can you imagine not knowing how to do your own dick? Uh, it would be a sad, sad time. I wouldn't know what to do with myself. It would just be hard all the time. I, like, how do I fix this? I don't know. Come here, little boy. I will show you. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you, how do, okay? So you grew up in an entirely different era than I'm than pretty much all my listeners. Uh, I think it's safe to say. So. Back then, how how do you, how did you learn to masturbate? Like, it's natural. You don't learn. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely if you do not get punished or inhibited, or if you are in a in a very religious family where sex is verboten, mm-hmm. you know that you or you get caught when you're a kid and in a parent or a, a what do you call it child care person mm-hmm. catches you with your hand between your legs, wow, <coughs> right? That's naughty. That's dirty. Don't touch yourself there. That's our first sex lesson. Is no. Don't touch yourself there. There's something very wrong with that. That is not permanently damaging, but you that you're you're down several strikes and you've got to pull out of that to move ahead. So I had the good fortune of having a mother who thought masturbation was a natural activity for children mm. because she masturbated as a child. And she was not 
religious, and she was not well-educated. You know, advanced education is almost as bad as religion. Interesting. Do tell. Well, I would, I mean, my PhD is not because I learned, <laughs> I learned it in school. Mm-hmm. It's because I had sex with thousands of people. <laughs> That's an education. Are you in the thousands now? You know, I like I, when when did you stop counting? Be honest. At some point you were like, I got to stop counting. This is silly. I remember one time. This is this <laughs> is before I came to New York. I think I stopped counting when I came to New York. It was just like when I looked at the, the number of people available. You're like, my, my I can't my fi- I don't have enough fingers to count all these ones. <laughs> but when I was younger, I remember very clearly sitting down and trying to remember the name of all the boys I had sex with. Mm-hmm. And when I, and a couple of them, I couldn't remember their names, and I knew I had become a slut, mm-hmm. a hopeless, helpless, dirty girl. <laughs> and, and that passed very quickly. Yeah. And but then, <laughs> I think all women go through this because our education, our teaching, the overall society, the culture says that it's good for boys to have sex because they'll need the experience. <laughs> Honey, can I give you something for your... No, time? it's just a constant thing I've been having since, you know... Really? Yeah, since, like, college. I'm probably going to die tomorrow. I don't know. It's <laughs> Is it tickle? Yeah, sometimes, sometimes not. I don't know I don't know if it's a nervous tick or if it's for real. Oh, uh, you know. it's a nervous tick. I might I might just be nervous around you. Who knows? Uh, there, there's, there have been... I've seen so many glass dildos in the last 10 minutes. <laughs> You'd have to pay me. I'm a sex professional now. I, I You're understand. You're absolutely safe. Maybe. <laughs> he is cute. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. The first email I get back, I was like, "Did did Betty Dodson, did Betty Dodson just hit on me? What just happened in this email?" <laughs> no. So, so you you were very open, explorative with your sexuality for you know while you're young and you grew no, up. To, no, no, I was absolutely totally traditional. Okay. When I was in my twenties, if we had sex, you had to promise me never to have sex with another woman. Really? Wait. So then, when did this sluttiness begin? Well, After the, the uh, that it didn't begin. It start well. It did one in during the sexual revolution. Okay. And oh, hold on a minute. All right. Sorry about this. Let me see what this is. Oh, I don't have my glasses. Do you want me to read it for you? Yeah, it's it? a it's a it's a Twitter. Oh, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> She's she, uh, fuck that Twitter thing. I got a whole shitload of them here. Yeah. Check it later. um where were we how did this doing these workshops teaching women how to masturbate teaching women how to discover their own body where does where does that part start uh no 70s 70s okay so it's actually based on the 70s feminist cr groups which really took off and, and grassroots it spread across the country and it was women getting together meeting over a period of time, sitting in a circle. No one led the group, and we used I statements. You didn't do you Mm -hmm. or they or them or we. It's I. I found this to be true for me. It's actually very much like the self-help movements, like Alcoholics Anonymous or or Overeaters, where you a group of people get and they share their experience, strength, and hope. Mm Mm-hmm that they're going to recover from their addiction. Well, for women, the addiction is romantic love and sexual ignorance Mm -hmm. about their own body. 
So consciousness raising. And at the time I was thinking, I've got to teach women because I went to these, you know, my CR group, I started one and we'd get together and I have the perfect room and, you know, open room for the, where we sit and talk. And it's like, God, I was so bored. Man. He won't help with the housework. He never takes out the garbage. And they were just pissing and moaning about the, their husbands or boyfriends. And I thought, well, this is boring me. Mm-hmm. Then I would start asking, well, what about your orgasms? When you have sex with them, what is it? Oh, I just fake it to get it over with. <coughs> and I love what one woman said. If I don't pretend to have an orgasm, he'll keep going until he has a heart attack. I mean, I feel like maybe for some women that might be for the best. <laughs> they, yeah, I mean, otherwise you have to kill them eventually. Yeah, and that's just messy with all legal red tape. Not if you use poison. That is the woman's absolute skill. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Over like, the ages, throughout the years. I'm just saying, how many men have you killed, Betty? Like, what is going on? No, I would only fuck them to death. And you'd be surprised. They can they can rally. They can rally? Yeah. Yeah. Hands, tongues, toes. <laughs> yeah. Well, so 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 you you realize okay these women they need to learn I'm gonna teach them so you start doing workshops no, no it's it's no uh, I'm I'm involved in the women's movement right I'm very I'm a, I'm a staunch feminist you're hanging with Gloria Steinem yeah no, I don't you're, hang with her no no, no? square <laughs> no I'm saying before before things my my women were coming from group sex I had already in the in the 60s was having the the best orgies in New York in that living room. Thank you. If I was only born like 50 years ago, honey, that wouldn't have been enough. Okay, more. Well, you know that. they have <laughs> they have parties now. Oh, I do. I go I go to some in Brooklyn. Yeah. I just uh I feel like I was born I should have done my early 20s in like the 60s. That's how I feel. <laughs> well, you gave me in your late teens cuz we would have, you know, 18-year-old show up. Yeah, but you didn't know me at 18. I was kind of a loser at 18. Like, you had to wait till I was like 20, 22. Then you're like, oh, this kid's kind of fun. Yeah, we could have taught you. You would have grown up quicker. I'm a good, I'm a good learner. I figured, I'm a good figured learner. as much. They don't call me a man whore for nothing. <laughs> yeah, so when are you going to prove that to me? You tell me. <laughs> oh, you don't want to go there. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go there, but you know what? I'm a man who I just like, my motto is I try everything twice, and that's how I figure it out. And uh, that's that's very smart because the first time doesn't really give you the information. Right. Oh, I've been saying this on stage for so long and everyone looks at me funny. I'm like, you might have fucked up the first time. Although, however, uh, uh, a friend of mine, she she did the podcast. She told me this story. One time she fisted a dude's asshole. And I was thinking, like, I think you can try that once. I don't think you need to try more. I think, you know, or you don't know. (laughs) Uh, I only did it once. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's all you need. You know after three fingers if that's for you. I almost fainted. (laughs) And I mean, and this is, you know, I've been around the block. It was just too invasive for me. Mm -hmm. And I have little hands. Oh, you do have tiny hands. Yeah. (laughs) We keep getting these awesomely naughty uh, sidetracks, which I love, but... I'm just trying to, so, so you start these. All right, let me just back up here on the workshops. I know what you, you need to finish this off. I, I just want, I just want to get them oriented to who you are and, and why you are this monstrously awesome big deal that you are. Cause not everybody listening, uh, they should know who you are, but not all of them will. And I want them to know. <laughs> I want them to know things. Well, first of all, if you masturbate long enough, you will become famous if you go, <laughs> if you go public. 
Oh, if you go public. Okay. I was going to say, because there are a lot of 12-year-olds who might hear this and then go like, oh, I've got a new dream. There's a reason why I do this. Right, right, right. Dad, right. I'm just trying to make it. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to get known. I just want to be the Michael Jordan of jerking off. <laughs> Two episodes in a row with Michael Jordan reference. How long can I go? Okay. Put it back in your pants, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so... so no, the whole the whole concept of masturbation is not in and of itself. It's the way you. It's the way women will learn about their bodies and about their orgasms, mm -hmm. because you sticking your dick inside a pussy ain't going to get it, mm -hmm. and that's all you kids want. I mean, you know, and it's and I understand it's important because it's biological. It's almost like a biological imperative that Mother Nature laid on us in order to procreate. And when I was in my teens, oh. God, I dreamed of being fully penetrated by a penis, which represented real sex. Right. All that jerking off and oral <laughs> stuff was like, that didn't count. It was getting that penis inside my pussy. Yeah. That was the real deal. And, of course, first few times it happened, I didn't have an orgasm, mm -hmm. nothing. You know. But in high school, the last year as a senior, I had a lover. And we, sneaky. He had another girlfriend, and he used to come by late at night, and I'd go run outside and jump in the car, and I was getting the best hand jobs on the planet. You were getting or giving the best hand jobs? Getting. Oh, so so you call getting fingered uh, getting a hand job? I yes. haven't heard that before. Okay, I've heard women refer to jerking themselves off. I have not heard a woman refer to herself as getting a hand job. Because all women do are give, give them. We just give them. And he never expected me to do him. It was all about me. It was nothing but about me. And, of course, we would be kissing and smooching, and I would lean across his, his body in the front seat of his car, and I could feel his penis getting hard mm -hmm. on the side where I was leaning. On the side. By the way, I like how you're pointing to like your kidneys oh, I, when you say, I could feel them getting hard, yeah, I, around the kidney. I can still <laughs> feel it. Was it that big? You know, <laughs> The kid was Italian. What can I tell you? I forgot where we were. Now, never mind all you, that. You were getting back. a, you were getting a hand the, job blah, blah, in a car blah, 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 when you were like blah, blah, a teenager. Blah, 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 blah. We just, get it. You were you really popular in high school. You sit there and cough, okay? And shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> All right, you've taken over this. Okay, what do you, what do you want to talk about, Betty? Uh, it's what we it's what we're trying to get to. All right, we can get to is, anything. There's like I said, there's so much in your history and present to talk the about. The importance of the body sex workshops. Okay, was consciousness raising got so boring with everybody talking about how they couldn't do this with their husbands and their boyfriends didn't do this and everyone practically everyone was faking all of the women mm -hmm. were faking orgasm because they didn't want to hurt your goddamn feelings mm -hmm. and i love that some of the wives said well if i didn't fake it he'd he'd keep going until i i was sure he was going to have a heart attack and right. after all she did depend on him for to pay the rent anyway mm -hmm. boring to complain about men much more interesting for women to learn how to take control of their own bodies and to learn how to how to have an orgasm and what it takes to have an orgasm. And what it takes is some form of direct or indirect clitoral stimulation. And that's where the masturbation comes in. So I get pegged for masturbation when that was just the way for women to learn how to have orgasms. I have taught more women how to have orgasm than anyone else on the planet. And I still am called, you know, oh, she's the one with the masturbation. And it's a kind of a 
blow away. No. And now I am creating an army of orgasmic women that are going around the world. Yeah. And honey, we're taking over because you guys have really fucked up. Okay. And we must understand that the clitoris is the primary organ for sexual pleasure. I think we're starting to I think we're starting to get that picture. I think a lot of people above the Mason Dixon line understand that uh the clitor the clit's a pretty big deal. Yeah. And I think in the last like twenty years it's become it's very hard for you guys to handle it gently enough. Well, that's because every woman's different. Because some want it gently, some want it hard, some don't want any clits, some want all the clits, someone biting, someone don't oh, biting. Very I mean, good. So everyone's different. You got to learn the cheat codes for each individual person. So how would you handle that? Well, it's actually. I mean, this is part of the reason why I don't usually fuck people the first time I hook up with them, is because I think I believe that. <clears throat> well, honey, at eighty six, I don't have much. Time. Yeah, I know. I get it. Listen, you the, you make exceptions. I get it because uh, the clock's ticking, but. Generally speaking, I, uh, I'll, if I go back to a girl's place, I'll say, listen, let's fool around, but let's not fuck tonight. We could do that and just go for it and hope for the best. But I think if you give me an, uh, an evening to just fool around, we roll around naked together, touch and lick and whatever, it gives me an opportunity to do my homework first. You know, like, let me learn how your body specifically works. You Can know the best thing? What? Share masturbation. Yeah, but not a lot. Or it's too intimate, isn't it? No, no, I'm fine with that. I mean, I think that's really. I think it'd be. It's super hot to like sit and masturbate next to another person who's not a man. Um, I. That's just me. Uh, and but that's that's why. I mean, I would I I would love to just sit there and watch her masturbate because then I can learn how she digs does her thing. Not allow women into that though. I know it's too yeah. it's too confrontive and it's too intimate. It's also not like a normal activity. You don't think of it as sex, you know. But I do say, like, listen, let me get to know your body. And I think then next time when you have me back. How are you going to get to know her body? Feel around, look around, observe how she responds to different things. Oh, with your hands. With, with my hands, with feeling. my mouth, with part, you know, which parts of the body I touch in different ways. And observe how she reacts, her breathing, all that stuff, right? Then next time when I come and we're going to fuck, it might be a little bit better than had we just dove into it, you know? That's how I go about oh, it. Oh, that's adorable. I know. I'm, I've been accused of being adorable uh, <laughs> quite a few times. I just want to <laughs> dive into it and figure it out as we go along. Sure, but, sure. But that's, I'm a 60s wild child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, no, here's something we both agree on, teaching sex for pleasure in schools. No, they don't teach pleasure. They don't. No, 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 but we both agree that that would be a good idea. Yes. No, now, no not a good idea. Essential. Now, my question, as being the child here and not knowing really what this would look, what would sex for pleasure in schools look like? Like uh, teaching it? No, but like concretely, what does what does that program look like? Because everyone can have an idea of what sex ed, um, teaching the functions and things like that, and SDIs and all, and safe sex or uh, safer sex practices. But what does sex for pleasure in a school environment? What does that look like? Well, I think like both. what's the limit you have to teaching pleasure in a in a school setting? Well, first of all, we would have diagrams and images and visuals. Mm. This is the learning our yeah. eyes, not the bat 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 bat. So the first thing that happens for women is they have to know that their genitals are okay and they're all different. Mm -hmm. And little boys have to learn that their penises are different sizes and they all are just fine. Because I think genital shame is number one in America. 
they Carlin posted this thing that's the sex toy fair that's going on. Okay. Some kids in Seattle threw a dildo over the high wire. The, the, oh, in Portland. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they <laughs> pixelated it. They pixelated a, a, dild- yeah. a dildo. Now, that is how sick this country is. Yeah. It is, we've got to get rid of organized religion and Republicans. Could I just say it right out? You can, I mean, I'm not going to say it, but you can say whatever you want. Well, that's what's, that's what's killing the country. Right. I'm getting a little buzz on. Oh, I'm a lightweight, so I was like, okay, I'm going to have my one glass of champagne. You gobbled it. I also had a shorter glass. It's just the same size. Oh, you mean amount? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine was the one with the fizzles and the bubbles. Okay, so here's what's <gasps> happening over here. Carlin and I are getting, we are in the process of creating an, an army of orgasmic women that are going to go across the world running body right. sex workshops. I met one of them actually about a year ago. She listens to the podcast. She was coming in town to do one of your workshops to like, but not the workshops, the, the workshops where you're teaching them how to teach the workshops. And, uh, and I was like, I got to talk to this woman. And, uh, how long ago was that? It was about almost a year ago. Well, <laughs> we are booked. We are backed yeah. up. The demand is out. We, I want take another one. Take, do you want me to go get the can bottle? You, yes. Can I can you do that. Pause. Yeah. Is there a little pause? Click? It's fine. There's plenty of memory on. Listen, he really is adorable. I mean, I sort of suspected he was going to be, but I jump in in a heartbeat. But eh, I'm not going to because it would be taking advantage of. Oop! No, he's back. I'm going to hear it eventually. Uh. <laughs> you can do it! You can do it! Yay! Let let it be known, Betty Dodson's trying to get me drunk. No, I thought maybe it just might shut him up. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, listen. They do They do listen to the show for the man whore, okay? <laughs> oh, are you finally announcing it? They do, they do like me. Excuse me. There's a, there's, a, there's a chunk of people who enjoy my voice. <laughs> I do. You have a good voice. Oh, stop it, you. Oh, stop it. <laughs> if I didn't say something nice, he probably will be mean later on. Oh, no, no, no. Nonsense, nonsense. So what's your... what? Uh, okay, so we were talking about how you're teaching women how to teach the body sex no, workshops. No, it's so beyond that. <laughs> we are global. This is an incredible concept. Mm. Now, feminism in the 70s. CR groups went around the country. Today, Carlin and I are taking the same CR concept adding sex which the feminists could never deal with mm-hmm. i can that's a whole other story yeah. well you you always had a little bit of beef with uh the feminists of your wave uh, please yeah. they're so conservative right and they thought i was some kind of a wild cowgirl from kansas i mean like you are but it's not like a bad thing <laughs> well honey we settled we settled this country right and now we're going to promote orgasms for women it's got to be it's right right now it is not equal at all i agree i'm a big fan of orgasms for women i preach it because it's no fun otherwise all right so here we go we're going global because we are now certifying women to run these groups 
And you know how I like to certify someone? You're certified. She just made the sign of the cross mm -hmm. in front of his cute little face. <laughs> oh, Betty. And so, so what's the difference between teaching the workshop to a woman who wants to learn how to discover her body and teaching someone to teach the workshop? Honey, <clears throat> all we're dealing with is our personal experience. Mm -hmm. Every woman has had to, some kind of a struggle to be orgasmic with a partner. A lot of women know, know and have masturbated and had orgasms, but that doesn't mean they know how to translate, translate that into sex with a partner. Because you guys come loaded with images from porn, mm -hmm. and you think fucking is going to get it. Now, it's nice, but fucking with clitoral stimulation added is a winner. Which is why not you sex doing for it. pleasure no, no, taught no, in schools no, helps. No, not you doing it. You have to encourage the woman to do it. And I, I do. It's easier. There's less work for me. If I got, do you have any idea how awkward it is to do this if you're in missionary? I got I to gotta either jimmy a thumb well, in. Well, actually, I put her on top and you can use your... Well, no, I prefer that one. That's always the preferred method. But if she did wants... You, uh, that, did, did your listeners just get that? Yeah, well, my preferred is for her to be on top of me, and then I use a thumb on her clit. It's so easy. But her, her thighs get tired, and then I got it. So we got to switch, you know? You know what I actually just started using was I just started using a cock ring with a a, a bullet vibe on it. That's that was does a, that work? That was a game changer. Um, right away. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Neither. Now, not, describe what this is, honey, for your audience. Um. Well, Babeland, uh, you, you're familiar with Babeland, of course, right? The sex. Okay, so Babeland yes. sponsored an episode a while back last year, and I went in and they did. They gave me like an, a, a lesson on cock rings because i didn't know anything about them why someone uses them the different types so i went in and they had one of the hold it there what okay a cock ring all the cock ring does is keep the blood in your penis so you can stay harder yeah. longer no. that that's what the educator she she told C me continue. on mic and she was telling me all of that stuff and then she showed me a bunch of different models so i uh she, and then they gave me a couple free ones and that was nice uh, <laughs> that's because you're cute yeah, so so I uh, just have a really simple one. It's got like a jelly band to it, and then it's but then it has a bullet vibe attached to it, and that's real easy. I like that. Also works well for masturbation. Oh, love it, love it for you. Oh yeah, you can feel it. Oh yeah. oh, I can feel it. That that little now, that on. little tiny thing right, has stop, a kick stop, to stop, it. Stop, 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 stop. For all the men listening. Would you repeat that very slowly? Oh, they've heard me tell it. We've had sex toy companies sponsor. I have been telling dudes that you can use a sex toy that doesn't go in your butt. You can use ones in your butt, but I mean, there are other ones too. And you guys are <laughs> hung up on your assholes. I got to tell you. I mean, look, I, I love a good rimming. I'm just saying that uh, I've told them. Who doesn't? Yeah, right. Uh, I've told them about the different types of things, how you can use a vibrator under the frenulum. Uh, I got sponsored by this thing called the Pulse, which is pretty cool. It's like a it's a sheath, and it vibrates, but mainly right underneath the hood. It's, yeah, yeah uh, none of the perineum, the the frenulum. So the idea is you don't want. Yeah, the idea is not to stroke. The idea is to just leave it there, and it's one of those strokeless orgasms, which I love. I love a good strokeless orgasm when I have the patience to lie on my bed and just not fucking move. Oh, it is so worth it. It's it's crazy because when you, when I have a strokeless orgasm, uh, the it feels like 
cum is shooting out of me harder than anything in the world. But if I look down, it's just dribbling out. It doesn't even shoot. It's the sensation. It's it's insane. It's have my got, favorite ha, orgasm. Have you gotten into edging? Uh, it's just, it takes so much discipline that I don't have. I'd be like, no, I'm totally going to edge tonight. It's like when you start a diet, you're like, yeah, man, tonight, today, no carbs, no cookies. Today, no cookies. And by like 930, you're like, oh, man, I could really use a cookie. Well, I smoke a joint and I want to have a cookie. <laughs> oh, cookies would be so good. So describe edging for your audience. <sighs> edging is just bringing yourself to the point of orgasm, but not, but backing off right before, like letting it, letting it bring back down. And then starting up again and just doing that multiple times until either you can't or until you decide or allow yourself to release. Sometimes it's done in a BDSM setting where maybe uh, your partner. No, no, in your bed with mas masturbation. Well, well, yeah, you can do it with masturbation. You can do it with a partner. You can edge with a partner as well. Just start with masturbation. All right. With masturbation, yeah. You just have to. The problem is having the self control to stop right before. Isn't that interesting? Oh, because it it's. Difficult. Now, at my advanced age, mm -hmm. I did this when I was younger, but doing it now is absolutely wild. I had an orgasm a few days ago over there with my toys. Mm -hmm. I have a gigantic dildo for an old lady, mm -hmm. but I know how to work my pelvic floor muscle. I've got plenty of lube. I've got the dirtiest fantasies on the planet, and I'm building up, and I'm building up, and as I'm coming close to the orgasm, I pulled back. And yeah. I went, how many times can I do this? And I said, so I build it up again and then uh, uh, I pull back. If I can do it five times, edge up and mm. back, up and back, up and back. When I do come, I blow the top of my head off. Oh, so and good. I am howling like a crazy woman at the age of 86 over there, loving Loving life, loving myself, loving my body, and my orgasm energy drenches my body with nothing but positive feelings. And that is why. And you were giving me shit for coughing. <laughs> that was just one belch. Your coughing is gone. Uh, maybe, oh, oh, maybe I'm a little less, less nervous. So that is what keeps me. On track, healthy, happy, and dynamic. Our and looking 62. And look, yeah, at 86, looking like I'm 62. Yeah. But the point here is that our orgasms are the healing for almost everything on the planet. You're, it will energize you. You use your everything, all of the systems in your body that are important, you will use. Mm -hmm. And if you can get your mind involved, I mean, I have never been this smart. As I can, I never, never have I known this much. Never have I had so much information in my mind. How, listen, now how often do you masturbate now at 86? How, what are you asking? How, uh, how often do you masturbate? Uh, not nearly as much as I used to. Well, how much did you used but, to? Oh, I mean, it was like a daily affair, and then you'd have sex, and then the guy would leave, and then you'd jerk off, and then the next morning you'd jerk off again, or what? Yeah, I mean, in my 30s and 40s, it was like all the time. Sure. After menopause, there was there was a dip. Mm -hmm. And then 60s, it started to pick up. 70s, I had a young lover. You just met him. Oh, okay. That is, that's the infamous young lover? Yes, yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, not bad, huh? Not bad. Give me five. 
Yeah. yeah. The old lady scored a winner. God, he's beautiful. He really is. So Eric and I had, well, I, w- I was teaching him about mm-hmm. sex. We had a reason. Right. God damn, it was good. Mm-hmm. Now. And what was the age difference there? Because uh, he's what, in his 30s? He showed up out of college, which was 22. Okay. And at that point, I was 69 years uh, old. What, that's a good year. It was a good year for me. <laughs> and it was right in front of 2000. Mm-hmm. And I had the, what did they call it when you went crazy about the world was coming to uh, Y2K. So did I, you guys just have a fuck fest like all, the whole days leading up? Yeah. Hey, around, man, this might be it. This is, this is it. The computers go out. 2012, we had it again, the Mayan thing. I Remember, everyone was I, like, you know, let's, uh, let's have some orgies before the Mayan day. Good. Do it. <laughs> Any excuse you can find. I mean, you just want to hold. I know you don't participate as much anymore, but you know you should still hold. This is a great pad for an orgy. You can make some extra Honey, cash, man. I have an orgy <clears throat> with my workshops all the time. Yeah, but that's just with you and the girls. But, but that, you, that doesn't qualify. No, because isn't that supposed to be about discovering yourself? I thought it's not playing with others. It's masturbating in a circle with other women. Sure, I know. I don't call that an orgy. Are you kidding? I think if you pay for a workshop, I think you're taking it out of it. But Well, I wish we could film it, but you really I mean, can't. I wish you could film it, too. I, I know. Just... <laughs> but there is nothing more erotic than to have women in their own space, side by side, in a circle, masturbating to their own rhythm, what their own body wants in terms of who they are after a day of Mm-hmm. The the end of the first day is looking at everyone's vulvas. Okay. That is primary. And we all realize that they're different, they're beautiful, and I'm okay. Mm-hmm. They come back the next day, we do a little around the circle, share, bup, 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 bup. then we start the masturbation ritual. I start standing up, so I want everybody to look at everybody. And we hump the vibrators, and we <laughs> jerk around, and we, you know, I... I do air guitar with my vibrator, and it's like a whole goof off, and we're laughing, and we learn to move our bodies, and we're in front of each other. We're displaying our sexuality mm-hmm. in front of other women. It's not competitive. It's not phony. It's like fun. Women never get to have fun. We're always worried about how we look. Do we measure up? Am I orgasmic enough? Will I come this time? What's going to happen? Up, 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 up in the head, mm-hmm. in the head, in the head. So all women, no judgment. We've already established it. And then we put the music on and we lay down and I, I call erotic recess. Go for it. And any woman who has having trouble, she raises her hand. And I go across the room or whoever and I help her out personally, one-on-one. Well, I mean, do you get hands-on with this type of thing or no? What do you mean, hands? So they're all using vibrators? <clears throat> I know, but when you go over... I, I don't have the nice nails Honey, you have. I have done hands-on from day one. So, uh, U.S. government, uh, Board of Education, whatever the... Uh, ASEC certification. <clears throat> go fuck yourselves. <laughs> because I'm doing it my way, and I am batting nearly a 100% success rate. You do you, boo-boo. Go argue that. I'm not trying to argue. A woman comes here. She spends what? an afternoon with me. She lives with. She leaves with her orgasm. 
I know what I'm doing. I am working more in the Wilhelm Reich tradition. You bet I have my hands on you. I don't know what the Wilhelm Reich is. But Reich I, was the only brilliant sex therapist on the planet. The rest of them are Freudian and full of shit. Oh, okay. T- okay. There's going to be a, a documentary coming out pretty soon about him. Okay. I'll certainly be checking that out. He's my he's my role model. Ooh, okay. <clears throat> so, what's your sex life like at 86? Oh, at 86. Well, let's see the last I mean, time. like obviously you masturbate. You've got you got Big and Little Brother. You got your little incest threesome. Okay, I get it. <laughs> Well, I do like incest as a fantasy. Uh, that I was gonna say, I had dirty, dirty fantasy circled. What I was gonna ask? Well, incest is the best if you really stop and think about it. Well, is that does that come from like you're experimenting with, uh, like, with your brother when you were? Well, a kid? we did play sex games. Yeah, I heard. I I heard. So I was curious. Oh, in the book. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, do you think your in, your interest in incest now comes from that then? The first persons that I related to as in childhood were my brothers. Right. Oh, you had brothers, plural. I only knew of the one. I had three. Okay. Did you play with all of them? Uh, well, the older one, no, because, you know, once, was... once we played Feely on the front porch, that was finished because Aunt Grace caught us and she was Pentecostal. That's right. one of my favorite moments in the book. <laughs> That's where... the one where, like, he's 12, you're, like, 8 or something, right? Yeah, he and just, then the other brothers he, are. He's just gone through. Um, yeah, he just discovered. Puberty. He's like, oh my god, this puberty. thing's amazing. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I want to show everybody, and then but, and, and of course I wanted to see yeah. what he could do. So the other brothers were younger, little. Okay, okay. So and, when I couldn't play with my older brother, I focused on my younger brother. So, so you f- fooled around as as a child, of course, with with your brothers. Yes. Okay. And then, but the, you think that's why you have the incest fantasy now? Because I feel like some people have it. Because they wanted to and didn't. One of the missing elements for kids today, because they're over-watched, over-supervised, mm. parents, if they're Hawkeyes. If they're not watching every minute and every move, they've, got to, they've hired somebody to do it. Right. My, I had a working mother. My dad went to work. She went to work. We were alone. She, my, my mother trusted us to be okay. And she thought <clears throat> sex games or whatever, you know, playing house and doctor – that was natural. It is sure. It's absolutely natural. For but at the same time, I think some of the some of the overwatching and <clears throat> listen, I think there's there's such thing as healthy experimenting as kids. However, the overwatching is just with that fear of the one kid who's not experimenting and he's being, you know. Well, that will be a dirty old uncle, right? But you still want to be protective of your kid. You still don't want your kid to get diddled by the uncle. Well. I think a big part of my success as an adult sexually was based on the fact that I could play sex games Mm -hmm. with my brothers and the neighborhood kids. Sure. We had all kinds of games that we played. What are some of these games? Well, first, first tell me what... House. Okay, yeah, yeah. Did you ever play house? Everyone who has... We've all played house. (laughs) Uh, Also a fantastic television show. No, um, but you said Feely a lot. So first tell me what Feely was. Feely was my brother. My he was like six or seven years older. He was what um, going through puberty. puberty. Right, right, right. So what was feels feels? So the feely thing. He said, "Do you want to see what I can do with my the new thing I can do with my penis?" Mm-hmm. Which meant that he'd probably for the first time ejaculated. Okay. Now that's got to be profound for a young boy. Sure. So who are you going to share it with? 
You tell me. This is your story, Betty. Well, he wanted to show his little sister. Okay. And he asked me if I wanted to see what what he could do. And I said, yeah. Oh, boy, did I ever want to see. I mean, I love things like this. Were you this. already masturbating by that time or no? I started masturbating when I was five. Okay. those That's my first memory. Okay. Just curious. I'm just getting context for feeling. Okay. okay. So then he, and then, and then. So as, we got under this <clears throat> red blanket on the front porch and he put my hand on his penis, which was turgid, not erect, just turgid. And he wrapped his hand around my hand and started to move it up and down because I didn't know what to do. By the way, that's a great way to teach your girlfriend how you like to have a hand job. I've done, I mean. You've done it. I've done it. I don't prefer hand jobs, but when they want to do it, when they say, this is what I want to do, my mouth is tired, whatever it is, I then, if it's not what I like, you know, I, I'm vocal. I take their hand and I show them. And then it's, I tell them, don't be embarrassed. This is fine. Like, this is how, just because I would, if I was fingering her or jerking her off, however you want me to call it. Um, if I was doing that to her and she didn't like it, I would want her to stop me, take my hand, and show her, show me how to do it. I, I believe in doing things well. I try to do a good job. So I'm going to give him a gold star. <laughs> As he raises his arm. In the and by air. the way, a gold star from Betty Dodson is like 10 gold stars. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So, okay, so Feely was a game where, like, basically he was so having So he starts to move mad- my hand, and I felt... The first throb of blood coming into his penis, mm-hmm. which to this day is my favorite thing in the world. So you don't have to put out of you. Just let me have a hold of your dick and let that first throb come into your dick. I'll mm-hmm. go back into ecstasy. You don't even need the dick anymore. Be like, here, it's I'm done with it. <laughs> <coughs> Whoa, we got started. No, 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 no. That's all I needed. I just needed a throb. <laughs> what? All right, calm down. You, you don't have to do anything. All right. Okay, so wait. What, what As some... we began this, the blanket was pulled back, and there was my Pentecostal Aunt Grace. My Aunt mother's, fucking Grace. My mother's maiden aunt who had never had sex, <sighs> and she was in her 40s. And she said, oh, sweet Jesus, wait till your mother hears about this. Mm. That's my favorite line. Sweet <laughs> Jesus, wait till your mother hear." Of course, my mother didn't care, yeah, because she was a righteous woman, from what I hear. Well, no, she told my brother that he couldn't play feely with me anymore. I think at that point, that's got to be an age thing. I think that, I understand that. I think 12 and 7, 12 and 8, 13 and 8, that's a little different. I get that. Yeah. Just, I mean, even if you don't think the numbers part, just where you are in life, like hitting puberty well, versus, here's what happened. you know. I couldn't play with my big brother. So you play with the little brothers, yeah. And they had to do what I said. Oh, God. Wait, so what are some of these other games you would play with your brothers or the uh, neighborhood children? Well, we all know House. We all know House. You explain, Feely. I'm, what are these other uh, games? We did we did uh, examination, doctor, medical. Okay. Which means you had to... Exi- doctor, it's a you know an offshoot of House, you know. <laughs> no, House is having a baby. <clears throat> all right. It's just another uh, role-play game. So we thought... I love this. My little brother and my girlfriend... We would put his little baby penis, I mean, they were younger than me, inside our outer vaginal lips. Okay. Perfectly safe. Nothing's going to happen. But it was so exciting. And we thought that's what sex was. Is that adorable? I don't know if adorable is the word I'm going to go with there. (laughs) 
I think also because like I want to, I don't want someone to come take my podcast away. So I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say adorable. Oh no, you can't. This, this you can say adorable. I don't know if I'm allowed to. This whole <laughs> segment will be cut. I will tell you this: one of the big companies that do eBooks would not publish mine because I told the story about my big brother, and they said it was sex between minors, and they won't touch it. It would be a lawsuit. This country is so sick. Well, what's lovely about a podcast is uh, you can publish whatever you want. They don't care. I just I was saying like, uh, listen, I'm a I'm a straight white cisgender male. Like on paper, I'm kind of the enemy, so I have to be careful which adjectives I choose. So I don't know I can say adorable, but I can say uh, sounds playful. I can I think playful is safe. I'm gonna go with playful. You're already being censored. <clears throat> No, yeah, yeah, I'm being censored. Controlled, right, controlled, right. Con- controlled. Yeah. I, I'm aware, but okay. I do not have the luxury of uh, challenging that because I'm not famous enough yet. Yet, I will be uh, one day. I'm going to be a big comedian. I'm rooting for you. Yeah, hopefully you're still around when that happens. That's what, it's extra motivation. I remember back in <clears throat> 2015. I have, a, I have a weird feeling this jerking off thing. You're going to be one of those like 111-year-old women. They're, like, they're on the news but like and uh, and she's the oldest woman in the world. Uh, oh, What's your secret? Uh, uh, Jerk, uh, jerking uh, off in whiskey. Uh, it's uh, lots of alcohol and and pot and uh, a better vibrator every five years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So so yeah. So do tell me what is so. I've heard you say uh, this is correct. You don't do partnered sex anymore. It's just masturbation now. Or has it changed? I've the things I've, I've heard were like a year or two old. So. Um, Things might have changed. So far this year, I've only had sex with two different guys. Okay. It's difficult for men to have sex with a woman as old as I am. Mm. And I am picky. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm interested in this guy who's a professional. I have never done that. I've never (coughs) hired an escort for sex. Okay. Now, I met We're talking about Luke Jackson, everybody, if you remember the old episode with the male escort uh, I told her about him before we started, and she her ears perked up. She's like, ooh, do tell. <laughs> Give me his phone number. Because sex professionals, I honor them. They're, yeah. do, they're doing a righteous job. And I, and I am a sex professional, and I pay, I get paid to teach women how to have sex, masturbating. Mm-hmm. And she just covered her mouth to belch. Oh, I forgot where we were. <laughs> I was saying, uh, so you you've just you said that you're sometimes you have partnered sex, but you're picky. Oh no, no, I'm not picky at all. At this age, you'd be surprised. Very few people. First of all, I'm famous. Guys don't want to fuck some woman who's famous for being sex sex educator. I know too much. Uh, I will I, judge I, don't you. Ge- don't generalize all the dudes. There are plenty of us who are who are don't you, give a shit. You you gonna make a date? I I have. I don't know. I'm just saying I'm not intimidated. I'm not intimidating by I'm not intimidated by that fact of a woman. Really? No. Well, not at all. And so I'm not, fine with you're that. You're not you don't fear my expertise. I don't fear any expertise. Why would I fear Why would I fear someone being really good at sex? I do not want some I don't want someone who doesn't know what they're doing. I could judge you. I don't get, no cuz I would imagine that you would uh judge and then critique versus just laugh. You don't seem like someone who points and laughs. <laughs> what is the oldest woman you've had sex with? When I was 20, she was 46. Oh, I'm impressed. Yeah. 
Now, here's what happens when young guys have sex with older women. They learn. Yeah. I've always, I'm, a, I'm big on learning. I like doing a good job. Yep, they learn I a lot. I tried to tell you, I'm not your typical bro. I'm not just trying to like go uh, uh, jackhammer into oh, an orifice. I never for one minute yeah. thought you were my typical bro. No. <laughs> Otherwise, you would not be sitting here no, across no, from no. me. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm... So no, uh, okay. So you're saying guys get intimidated by you. So your your well, the idea options that, are limited. Not, I mean, forget age aside. That's a big. That's number one. Sure. But the fact that I am an expert about sex, they think they will be judged. Okay. Oh, well, they will, and they'll get and a, they will. That's and, a good thing. And they'll get a lesson. Yeah. Okay. So so you have okay. So we said that your your dating pool uh, or your fucking pool is limited by. Uh, fear of the expertise, <laughs> age, and then what else? What else is making it so difficult for uh, you to get laid? What did you just say? Uh, I we, got in, involved I, in your little finger. Oh, you. Um, and there's so many better sized fingers to get involved with. No, uh, there's the fame, the expertise, and the age, you say, are making it difficult for you to find people to have partnered sex um, with. I'm sure I could have partner sex whenever I wanted it, but I just don't think it's worth the effort. Okay. I prefer to have my private sessions with women that I get paid for. Right. Once you become a professional sex sex professional and you get paid for doing sex with someone, mm. it you know, to do it socially when I'm still teaching with guys and not getting paid, mm. eh. Okay, so basically you don't really unless f- unless unless it would be this guy that is who's a professional, right, right, right. That you're considering. So yeah. I'm thinking, oh, let me let me hire a professional like I'm a professional. Now I'm not having sex, not having sex in the normal way of you think of sex when I have my private clients. Yes, I'm doing hands on, and yes, she will leave with an orgasm. And what I'm doing is keeping her at continuing to masturbate mm-hmm. because right away if it's not coming up to what they at uh, their expectations they'll want to st- stop and no 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 right but what, what i'm saying is socially like what is i was asking you before i said like do you still have sex do you still whatever and you said that you've had sex with a couple guys this year and that it's you were kind of picky but then you have trouble no, you finding know what dudes it who was fine it, i had sex with a sex educator and it was great it was okay. fine a guy. Okay. And I, I take uh, bio-identical hormones, so my vagina is still functioning. What are those? There has nothing to do with Big Pharma. I'm at war with Big Pharma. Uh, okay, so, so what they are, are. Okay. It's, it's made from the soybean plant. If you ever want to have anything to do with your body that works, it must be plant-based. Right, 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 of course. Not chemical. So I'm taking these hormones, which means my vagina is still viable, it functions. My clit is a dream. I've got okay. my vibrator. So it keeps everything like, pl- it keeps your pleasure center going. It keeps going. me in play. Okay, keeps you in play. I like that. I like it. <laughs> um, is there anything you miss about sex when you were younger, premenopause? No, things are too exciting now. because too, it's Things are exciting big, now. Yeah, so from partner sex. To group sex, back to partner sex with Eric for 10 years. That was delicious. Right. Because he definitely was the man of my dreams, 40 years younger. Mm. And now 
I'm all about power, okay. spreading the word, taking control, moving this information all around the world. And so with the internet, I'm able to do that. Mm-hmm. So this is a whole new ball game. And I understand why people who are, you know, leaders, you use a lot of that sex energy to lead. And I don't know, it's easier to jerk off than to have partner sex, unless I can be guaranteed. That is that is true. <laughs> well, at my age, I certainly know that very well. If If there's one thing you want to tell young women if like succinctly is there one thing you would want to tell say to young women and one thing you want to say to young men what would it what would it be you know i'm not one to give advice but i will share (laughs) but i will share my experience coming from the woman who's like i actually do workshops where i do nothing but tell you how to do it (laughs) i will share my experience Mm -hmm. There's a big difference, you little snot nose. Because giving advice, I would cram it down your throat, you give me advice. But if I share my experience, ah, got it? Lean okay. in. Okay. So my ex- I can't lean in any further. My gut's getting in the way, but <laughs> mine too. So my experience tells me that the most wonderful thing in the world is the love affair you're having with yourself. That is the basis for all sexual activity. Never deny it, never make fun of it, never diminish it. Stay with it, honor it, because that's what you're taking into the world. (laughs) And what a place to end. Uh, Betty Dodson, holy shit. Um, Thank you so much for talking with me today. Uh, Where where can people find you? You have a website. You do some videos on there. You answer questions. Dodson and Ross. Uh, Dotson and Ross.com and with now, a mouthful of smoke. Right, right. And you've also written, you know, you've written a lot of books. You've written six books. Uh, and I had this written down earlier. What's your favorite of the six books? The, the, recent, the most recent one. The memoir, right? Ah. Yeah. So that's why I had backed up. I was like, okay, out of the five books that are not the memoir, which is your favorite book? Because every everyone loves the memoir because it's all about them, but <laughs> Well, the memoir is hot. Oh, well, yes. As I've I heard, gar- I need... I will guarantee quite a few orgasms out of it. Right. So besides the memoir, what's your favorite? If you had to tell them, buy one book of your five books. Not because they don't want to, just because they only have $20. Oh, they can only They okay. can only have enough no. for one. Well, I love orgasms for two because orgasms that's, for that's two. the problem that is America, the young kids are facing. Okay. Be, and, you know, which is interesting because now that young kids in America are fucking at younger and younger ages, it's probably more and more important to fucking learn how to fuck orgasms sooner, for sooner. two. Yeah. Orgasms for two by Betty Dodson, which is funny, by the way. I thought it was funny. Sex for one and sex for two were 15 years apart. I was like, what? Did you need more time? That you need 15 years to master fucking? <laughs> well, I just never could find someone young enough and pretty enough. Oh, stop it. What's, what's, okay, we'll end, we'll end on this, I promise. What's the youngest you went? The kid. The, the Eric? Yeah, okay. He, he was 21 when he came here. And, right but you you were in your 70s, so I mean... Yeah, uh, 69. Six, sorry, you were in 69, so... I'm just saying, there's still room to get a bigger well, age Well, actually, I think 12, 13 would be most ideal, but I don't think that's legal. 
That's a perfect place to end. All right, Betty Dotson, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm um, just say goodbye to everybody. That's goodbye, darlings. Don't forget to play with your little wee wees. <laughs> Later. <laughs> So uh, that was one way to end an episode, right? Am, am I right? Certainly not boring. Uh, whether you agree, disagree, lover, hater, she's she's still sticking around, making changes in the world. At eighty six, man, I don't even think about being alive at eighty six, let alone fucking and jerking off at eighty six. Power to her, man. Holy shit. Um, do check her out. She's on Twitter at uh, Betty A. Dotson. That's Betty, B-E-T-T-Y-A-D-O-D-S-O-N. And go visit her website. She does a lot of blogging. She does some videos at DodsonAndRoss.com. So go check her out. Uh, and while you're on the interwebs checking things out, make sure you're following me on Twitter at TheBillyPresita. Say hello. Use the hashtag ManWhorePodcast. Let me know what you think about the show. Tell me my intros are too long. Tell me my intros are just the right amount of length. Um, tell me your intros are just such a good size. No, 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 no. It's a good. It's the right size. It's not huge. It's just a good size. <laughs> uh, if you want to say something more privately, uh, do not find me on Reddit. Just email me at ManWhorePod at gmail.com. Uh, and do make sure you're subscribed to the Man Whore Podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, Overcast, wherever you like to listen to your podcast. Leave a comment, leave a rating, leave a review. Again, if you leave a review uh, and then email me a screenshot of that review, I will mail you your very own Man Whore Podcast condom. So go ahead and do that. And if you can, if you can contribute, even if it's just a dollar a month, go ahead and go to patreon.com slash Podcast. Um, pledge that much it really helps me do this show it means a whole lot i have some very exciting goals and things i want to do for you if i can raise enough money for it so tune in next week i'm really excited for everything for life for you for me for the world everybody for dicks and orgasms and vulvas and masturbation and i love you all so much i don't know why i got all just lovey-dovey out of nowhere but i think that's a good place for me to tell you, stay slutty. <laughs>